Welcome to the BioCurious Podcast, a place for you to be curious about your biology and discover new ways to upgrade and optimize your mind, body, and human performance. The guests on this podcast are trained experts in the fields of functional health, holistic wellness, and biohacking who share my passion to provide useful and actionable information with all of you that I hope will help you to live your best life. I'm so happy that you're here, and I'm excited to get curious together. Today's episode is all about nutraceuticals, one of my personal favorite topics. And I'm super excited because I have a seasoned expert, Jeff Hoyt, here to teach us about the science behind superfoods, as well as the do's and don'ts of nutraceuticals. Jeff is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner specializing in the field of nutraceuticals and advanced wellness strategies. He's also the owner of Glycolife Sciences, whose nutraceutical formulas are well known for being the highest quality. So Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I'm curious, what initially drew you to the field of nutraceuticals? Yeah, so it started for me about nine years ago, right after I graduated from high school. I started um, having some personal health challenges of my own after I got mono and kind of, you know, started doing all of the self-medication and um, internet searches for what to do and it didn't really help. And I, I did that for a couple of years and then eventually I ran into a functional medicine practitioner when I was living in Hawaii and he introduced me to some of the more advanced technology like lab testing. <laughs> so I took a food sensitivity test and that blew my mind. That helped me a ton to the point where I wrote a job proposal to the lab and it ended up working for him for a couple of years. Um, and I thought that that was the cure-all. I said, food sensitivities, everyone has them and it's like the cause of all disease. And then I discovered that I was a little bit off, got a little bit ambitious and there's a lot more to it. So then I started discovering leaky gut and just all the causes of it and just all the different therapies that were out there. Some were working, some weren't. And when I was working at the lab, I was working with about 150 functional medicine doctors, and I spent as much time as possible talking to each one, discovering what was working for them. And it was different for each one, but I could kind of get a gist of what was working, what general approach, and what wasn't as effective. So I took that and started um, seeing clients of my own. I did the functional diagnostic nutrition program, um, did some other training, and I still felt like there was more. And then my grandmother was diagnosed with a late stage cancer. And she was given six hours to seven days to live. Um, and it was a very fast growing tumor, 0% survival rate ever. No one had ever survived past two years with this type of cancer. Wow. And, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. So I'm there. And this was right when I had moved back from Hawaii. So I lived in Iowa. And I'd seen her the week before. And she was fine. A week later, she was hella taken by helicopter to the Mayo Clinic um, because she had a tumor in her throat so big she couldn't breathe. So it was very quick growing. So we go back up there, we're talking to her and she was ready to you know, go, she was 84. And then I, I prayed for her and um, my whole family was there and she decided she was gonna fight it. So we're like, all right, what do we do? And she says, well, I know this guy, um, he's our computer repairman. And then my grandpa's like, here we go again. That's good, this guy's a scammer. And, and they live in the middle of nowhere, my grandparents, a town of 160. So, you know, 
the chances of someone really knowing what they're doing in that town was not great, in my opinion. So we were all a little skeptical. But anyway, we go over there and talk to this guy, fascinating individual. And he teaches me about a lot of different things. And he puts around a few therapies. A couple of them I'm not going to mention because they're not exactly FDA approved. But the one he recommended was a high quality aloe vera extract called Biolo from a specialty laboratory in Texas. And it was very expensive, $600 for this bag, but we purchased it. And we put her on that. And long story short, she, she lived for over two years longer. And the only person in the history of recognized medicine to survive that cancer for that long. And it was really incredible. She fulfilled her life purpose in the last two years of her life, um, just based on what she accomplished. And it, it was really great. Um, and it was just, at that point I said, okay, if this aloe vera is that much more effective than all the other aloe veras on the market, what else is out there? So then I made it my personal mission to discover the highest quality superfoods on the market and bring them all together into one place so I could offer effective and efficient solutions for advanced health challenges. And that's when I started Glycolife Sciences and I just started networking and meeting all these manufacturers and um, of just incredibly high quality products that most people have never heard of. So that's kind of how I got started with all this. Yeah, thank you for sharing that story about your grandmother too. And it, it literally gave me chills when you said that, you know, she gained two extra years of life, but the more important thing is she had two years to fulfill her purpose. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do in the field of nutraceuticals specifically? Yeah, so, and, and I just like to think of nutraceuticals as concentrated forms of nutrition. And we obviously all need nutrition and our food supply is really lacking based on soil deprivation and a number of other issues. And the sicker you are, the more nutrition you need. So if you've got an, a late stage um, cancer or autoimmune condition or any sort of dysfunction in your body, you need more nutrition than the average person. And your cells are gonna be able to take in more nutrition. And you're just not gonna be able to get enough nutrition from food generally, even from juicing. So nutraceuticals take, they extract the medicinal properties from foods and put them in a form where you can take consume a lot in a, in a convenient and easy way to do. So that's kind of my take on nutraceuticals. Um, there's a big difference in quality um, between nutraceuticals. So just like anything else, you have to be careful what you're buying. There's a lot of marketing hype in the supplement industry. There's not a lot of regulation, so you do have to be careful. Uh, but when you take the right nutraceuticals, they can be very, uh, very powerful. I also um, use a lot of nutraceuticals personally, just because of what you mentioned that our American diet and the soil here is really deprived of the nutrients that we need. So we can't necessarily get all of the nutrients that we need from our food supply. Or if we did, we would have to eat an incredible <laughs> amount of food. Um, and then that probably wouldn't be healthy either. But what do you think about, like, what is the most important component of nutraceuticals that make them high quality? Is it the sourcing, the bioavailability of the product, or what are, what are the components that, in your opinion, make them high quality? Yeah, it's, it's a number of different factors. I mean, bioavailability, bioavailability is definitely a big one. 
Um, if you're not, it's not about what we're consuming. It's about what we're absorbing with food and supplements. So that's one. Uh, fillers, a lot of companies are adding unnecessary fillers, um, excipients, binders, dyes, and just unknown substances that I just don't really understand why a lot of companies are adding these to their products. Um, some of them need them for standardization of the extracts, um, but the higher quality ingredients that are generally branded. So if you see a product with a registered trademark, they generally put a little bit more money into perfecting the, the manufacturing process. So they don't need those added ingredients, the excipients, binders, dyes. Um, some of them don't make a huge difference on nutraceuticals, some do. So for example, the aloe vera, which I mentioned, ace manin is the active ingredient or the active compound in aloe vera that's responsible for most of the medicinal properties. It's um, polysaccharide, it's immune modulating, it does all these different things, but it's very unstable. So generally aloe vera powder is gonna have virtually no ace manin unless you're getting it from this one company that's pretty much discovered the way to standardize it. Now, fresh aloe vera is fantastic um, because it has it, but if you let aloe vera sit out for a day, most of that ace manin is gone by the time you consume it. So it really has to be eaten fresh, fresh or through uh, bio, Lauren Labs, which produces Biolo, which is the highest concentration of ace manin on the market. There's a few other ones too, like Stockton, that has some good products, but you really have to keep that frozen and consume it immediately. Otherwise it starts, the Ace Man starts disintegrating. For aloe vera specifically, like I have an aloe vera plant that I use, I, I actually don't consume it, but I actually like put it on like burns or if I get like a sunburn or I'll like use it for like anti-inflammation, more like skin issues. But um, what do you think about having an aloe vera plant in your house? Because I actually don't even know where it came from. So I have no idea if it's organic or what quality it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, having, having the, the real thing, I never discourage that. I mean, you having a fresh aloe vera plant is fantastic. And especially for topical application, that's very practical. You rip off a leaf, put some of the gel on. That's mm -hmm. great. Now, if you've got, if you're trying to overcome a health challenge, consuming that aloe vera or putting it on your skin is not going to give you the proper dose of ace manin that's going to meet the need for you. So mm. there's a fair, so I do a lot of studying on therapeutic doses or the dose needed to meet the need for that specific condition or that person. Um, so fresh is great. If you want to go for the, the longer uh, leaves of aloe vera first, those are going to, the longer they've been on the plant, the more nutritious they are. So the baby aloe vera plants are gonna be less nutritious than the older aloe vera plants. Okay. Yeah, that's really helpful, thank you. In addition to aloe vera, what other nutraceuticals do you find to be like the most powerful as far as health benefits? I, my favorite nutraceuticals are gonna be polysaccharide-based nutraceuticals uh, because they're extremely safe and they're, we have a lot of polysaccharide deficiencies in our standard diet or just even healthy American diets these days. And when you look at adaptogenic or um, immune regulating herbs and superfoods on the market or just in general, the common denominator between those is polysaccharides. So it's the polysaccharides within these plants that are responsible for the, the regulating effect of it. And there's specific monosaccharides that comprise those polysaccharides that are actually necessary to be present for the immune modulating effects, 
Um, but basically, polysaccharides we're deficient in that contain these essential saccharides. So I prefer those because they're extremely safe. When you're looking at a lot of nutraceuticals, there's a threshold. And if you surpass it, they become uh, bad, cytotoxic or toxic to your cells and can actually be damaging. So for example, antioxidants, they're fantastic, but you don't want to overdose on antioxidants because eventually they'll start killing your cells. And you don't want to scavenge all of the free radicals because all free radicals are not bad. Polysaccharides, it appears from all the research I've done, the higher the dose, the better. There's really no threshold. And the studies show that just the more you can get, the better, as long as it's a pure source and you're not adding fillers, excipients, dyes, and all that stuff. So that's why for me, the pure source is very important because I often recommend these at a very high dose, uh, which is necessary to overcome some of the more advanced health challenges. Mm. So a few examples. So aloe vera is one, and that contains a polysaccharide, acemanin, which contains a number of these monosaccharides, which are fantastic. Uh, the other one is phytoplankton. Marine phytoplankton is one of my favorites. It's so versatile. It has an incredible amount of nutrients. And once again, it has all of these essential saccharides that you need for um, immune modulation and just cellular communication in general. I like colostrum. So colostrum is breast milk, the first, the first superfood of life. So the breast milk that's produced are up to about 48 hours after birth. And it's way more nutritious than normal breast milk. So you get that from a cow. Um, you can't really harvest human colostrum and <laughs> sell it on the market. So um, yeah, cow's colostrum is fantastic. And there's some special brands and they even have it now that has removed the casein. And there's one that's removed. There's a uh, serum-derived bovine immunoglobulins produced in Ankeny, Iowa, which is pharmaceutical grade, meaning it's, there's no allergens. So they've removed the casein and the lactose whey and other, um, other allergy containing proteins in milk. So that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. But anyway, colostrum in general, fantastic, full of nutrition, does a ton for your body. I like um, maitake mushroom is a good one, incredible for the immune system. And this is an example of quality. There is one that's is way better than all the other was, others. It's called Maitake Gold 404. And that's the branded version. And you know, it's $2,600 for a little bag of it. It's very expensive. And this, is the, this has four clinical studies. But when you look at a lot of other companies that are selling Maitake, they're using the cheap you know, $20 bag version, but they're stealing the studies from Maitake Gold 404. And this is the problem we see with a lot of blogs is, oh, Maitake mushroom cures cancer. And it, it does this and this. Well, Maitake Gold 404 does, but the other Maitakes don't. So that's why a lot of, there's, you know, a study, one company does a study and all the companies use it for different products. So that's one of the areas you have to be careful when you're looking at um, various studies and blogs and stuff. But Maitake Gold 404, very potent, um, well studied. And I would like to say the dose is incredibly important. So for that ingredient, you won't find it on the market in more than 15 milligrams uh, per, per capsule or per serving per day. And that's, that's what the manufacturer recommends, that it produces this ingredient, and that's what you see everywhere. But when you look at the research, you need much more if you're overcoming a health challenge. So like I said, polysaccharides, the more the better. So the highest so studied for breast cancer was 750 milligrams, which is 50 times the dose you find anywhere else. And that was the ideal amount. Um, 
the high, it was just the higher the better. That was the highest amount studied and it had the greatest effect. And no one in the market selling it, through Glycolife, I have a mega dose Maitake, which is 750 milligrams for two capsules. Um, so I'm trying to meet the need with therapeutic doses of these polysaccharides. Um, but a lot of people say, oh, Maitake, it's gonna you know, help me with this advanced condition. And then they take one of these general products on the market at 15 milligrams, it might help a little, but you need way more nutrition than that for advanced challenges. And that's where you're gonna to need to take, you know, 50 of these capsules, which is the whole bottle, um, basically for a lot of these companies. So my talkie, but moving on, um, fulvic acid is incredibly important. I think fulvic is, I like to think of it, as, it, it's a component of humic acid. And basically I think of them as natural mineral sources from natural mineral reserves. They're just really concentrated minerals. Uh, fulvic acid is an extract from humic. Humic is really used for viral infections. It's, it's my favorite thing for viruses. Uh, and inhibits the, the virus from attaching to the host cell. But then fulvic acid is a smaller component and it's used as a bio enhancer. So you can, it, you can take it with other supplements and it enhances the bioavailability of those. And it, ca it can carry up to 60 times its weight into the cell. And it's just pure minerals. So just like marine phytoplankton, ton of minerals, fulvic acid is incredible. So what I do is I take, I have fulvic acid in a little dropper mixed with uh, distilled water. And I just drop one drop in my glass of water every time I drink it so I can mineralize that water. So that's incredibly important. So those are probably some of my top ones. I've got a bunch of others, but I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of information and also really helpful. Um, I actually have some maitake powder in my pantry right now that somebody gave to me. And so I'm curious uh, if it's good quality or not. I actually haven't even used it. I was just thinking I would, you know, toss it into a smoothie at some point and see what happens. <laughs> and, I'm not, and if it's not, you know, maitake gold 404, mm -hmm. and if it's a powder, it's not. I'm not saying it's not good. Yeah. It's, it's not the one, it's not maitake gold 404 with this yeah, type. right. Now there's other studies that show if you combine maitake gold 404 with the whole maitake product, it enhances the benefits even more. Mm. So there's a lot of synergy when it comes to nutraceuticals. Medicinal mushrooms are really not designed to be taken on their own. So if you're taking a maitake or a lion's mane or a reishi or cordyceps, you want to be taking multiple mushrooms because they're synergistic and they really work well, work well together. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. And a lot of... Um, a lot of like the four sigmatic blends that I take. And I think the wild one brand is another one that I've tried. The ones I like the best are usually the ones that are like a combination of different mushrooms. Yeah. So that, so that makes sense. And, and I like that you mentioned, and I think it's really important for our listeners to know that a lot of times the research that's presented on these different products, like you mentioned, has a skewed point of view or it's not exactly talking about that specific product. So I think it's worth mentioning that if you're picking any product and you really want to pick a high quality product and you want to pick something that is going to work well, it's worth doing a little research. And when you look at the research, make sure to look at, you know, who it conducted the research and make sure that it is quality and reliable research when you're making your choices. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. So I'm curious because you work in nutraceuticals and you have all of these, these specific products that you really like, what is kind of like your daily routine as far as what supplements do you take regularly? Um, I like to switch it up. Uh, a, a lot of the products that I'm through Glycolife have overlapping ingredients, so you don't really need to take all of them because um, most of them have the marine phytoplankton and the aloe vera and the maitake and some of these staples that are just good for everyone. But I prefer, the one that I take every day is Virus Mash, and that's the humic acid-based um, nutraceutical for viral infections because before I started taking that, I just had a lot of recurring viral infections after I had mono. Um, I just, I got mono like four times within two years. I kept getting it over and over and over, relapsing, sores in my mouth. Just all this, all these, you know, viral infections. And even after eliminating food sensitivities, going through all these functional medicine protocols, none of them really helped me to the extent that some of these products did. And I mean, I'm not saying these products were the end answer. There's a lot more to it. But this is the, these products are the first thing that really, really helped me. And the things that I was taking were the humic acid, colostrum, phytoplankton, aloe vera, kind of the, my favorites. Okay. Um, virus smash, that's what I do. It's, it's a combination of humic acid, which contains some fulvic as well for the minerals. It's the aloe vera. It's the maitake mushroom. It's a beta-glucan. Um, it's phytoplankton. Um, and it, there's one, something else in there. So it's, it's a really good immune support, viral infection support. Awesome. It sounds like a really great product and actually something that I might be interested in trying. Uh, so I actually have a couple of questions that I like to ask all of my guests that come on the BioCurious podcast. One of which is, do you have a morning routine? And if so, what does it entail? Yeah. Uh, and that, mine's probably a little bit different than a lot of people. I sleep in. So I don't schedule anything until the afternoons. I'm not, I'm more of an afternoon and a night person. Uh, so I, I usually come into the office around noon or one. And then I, I usually stay here pretty late till eight or nine and then go home and do a lot of reading and various things. So, but I get up and I always, I always start with reading the Bible or some other publication kind of based on the Bible. And then I do a lot of praying and just take about an hour uh, with me and just me and God time. And then I usually have some bone broth and some superfoods, just kind of a basic light breakfast. Um, if it's nice out, it's, it's very cold. This week it was negative 44 wind chill two days ago, so I haven't been walking. But when it is nice and sunny, I like to go for a walk in the morning and just kind of plan out the day, various things. And then I get to work. Um, but I, I always say, I always take time to put first things first. And for me, it's always putting God first. And um, that time, that's a good investment of time, that hour. And then the rest of my time management is, is better after that. Yeah, that's interesting. I've, I'm finding that everyone that I've asked this question to does a variation of, of what you've explained, where there is some sort of meditation and spiritual practice kind of quiet time easing into the day some sort of light breakfast is usually um a staple and and then some sort of movement is also usually a staple so it's interesting to to see the correlations between everyone yeah 
so the other thing that I like to ask everyone is you've mentioned a lot of really good products and some advice around that. But in general, if you could provide our listeners with one piece of tangible advice that they could use to have the greatest impact on their overall well-being, um, what would that be? So many, but I think it's just asking why. And that's been really important for my journey. And, And health is just asking the question why. So when you're working with a healthcare provider or health coach, ask why, or even yourself. So for an example, let's say you have a thyroid condition, hypothyroidism or underactive thyroid. Um, ask why when you're considering the treatment. Um, and I can tell you it's not a, deficient, it's not a deficiency of thyroid, synthetic thyroid hormone, um, which some doctors may tell you, but you just ask why. So, okay, the T4 is not converting to T3, right? Inactive to active, why? Maybe it's liver dysfunction. 60% of that conversion occurs in the liver. Maybe it's gut dysfunction. 20% occurs from gut bacteria. Maybe you have high stress levels. If you have elevated cortisol, the stress hormone, then T4 to T3 conversion becomes very difficult. And then you say, okay, it's liver dysfunction. Then you ask once again, why? And maybe it's whatever it is. And you keep asking why until you can't ask why anymore. And that's where you start your treatment. So that's kind of my advice for, for helping people overcome challenges. Ask why, tell you can't do it anymore, and then you start there. I love that advice. Um, I think that's you know the basis and the foundation for functional medicine in general. And I yeah. think it's also the way that hopefully our healthcare system is moving is to rather than just treat the symptoms, find out the cause of those symptoms. And yeah. so... I love that advice. Thank you. Can I add one piece to that? Because this is one thing I've seen in the functional wellness community that tends to bother me a little bit. And it's relating to this topic. So for example, if someone has is is diagnosed or has identified a pathogen in their gut, let's say a candida or a parasite or a virus or whatever, a common in the medical community, you're going to get a pharmaceutical antimicrobial. In the natural, the functional wellness community, usually there's going to be a, a natural antimicrobial, which is great, right? But still, that hasn't addressed really the, the cause because those things are opportunistic infections, meaning they, ha- they needed an opportunity to thrive. So we have to once again ask why. We don't stop that. Oh, it's a virus. Why is that virus attacking? Well, there's immune dysfunction, probably. There's detoxification impairment. So we ask why, and then why is that occurring? And then you keep asking why. And that's really where we have, we need a more whole body approach and a more um, comprehensive approach than what I've seen from a lot of practitioners. So that's what's worked for me. Um, I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And um, I'm actually studying mind-body medicine right now. And that's really the approach is, is treating the whole person. So Yes, of course, it is important to identify the cause of symptoms or illness or disease. That's very important. But it's also really important to consider the mindset, the body, the physical body, but also like what's happening inside the body, the environment inside the body. And also, you know, the spiritual side has something to do with that as well, because if 
you know, you don't have any connectivity spiritually that could affect negatively your overall wellness. Yeah. Yeah. And my, can I just mention my five-step process in general? Real yeah. Quick? It's, so I have uh, a wellness clinic called the Reset Clinic to reset your health. So kind of hit the reset button. But five simple steps for everyone is R-E-S-E-T, reset. Rest, eat smart, strategic supplementation, exercise effectively, and think terrific thoughts. Right? So it's kind of a, it's just a simple overall approach, and then you can get detailed into each one. I love that. And so we'll leave it on that note. And I think everyone pay attention to that and give yourself a reset because those are powerful tools. So thank you for sharing that. Um, if, if our listeners are interested in connecting with you or if they want to find you, where should they look? So for the, for the supplements, the nutraceuticals, Glycolife Sciences. So you can go to glycolife.net or just type in Glycolife Sciences on Google and you'll see those. Okay, great. <laughs> I've got a number of websites, but that's, that'll kind of get you started. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the BioCurious podcast today. If you found today's episode interesting, please feel free to leave a review. And also, I would love it if you took a screenshot of the episode and shared it on your social media so that others can find the podcast too. And as always, I love connecting with all of you and getting your feedback. So if you have any comments or questions about today's episode, please feel free to send me a direct message on Instagram. My handle is biocurious underscore Kayla. Looking forward to connecting with you and I'll see you next time. Thank you.